0: So, do we have one of the greatest singer-songwriters on the planet on the program today? Yes, we do. It'd be embarrassing, actually, to have gone through all that and then be like, "Uh, actually, we don't. We don't have anybody. Uh, I thought we'd uh, compare Ozempic side effects. How are you feeling in the middle of the night? Uh, We do. We have one of the greatest singer-songwriters around on the program today, and I couldn't be happier. I'm Alex Green, and this is Stereo Embers, the podcast. Check this out.
1: So long, in the backseat on the wall. Stolen shades, staring straight into the sun. Jamie.
0: Of Withered Hand, a band which features my guest today on the program, Dan Wilson. Let me tell you a little bit about Withered Hand and Dan Wilson. The London born and Scottish based singer songwriter Dan Wilson is, in my opinion, truly one of the best we've got. Over the course of three albums with his band Withered Hand, Wilson has asserted himself as a songwriter of tremendous sensitivity poetic smarts, and lyrical grace. All right, so a little history. Wilson had played in bands before, but with art school behind him when he picked up a guitar at age 30 and found that the technicolors of songwriting were as alluring as the visual arts, well, from there, he went on a bit of a tear. 2009's Good News and 2014's New Gods rank among two of the most powerful albums of the last 20 years. And Wilson's new one, his first in almost a decade, is called How to Love, And it completes a rather stunning trilogy of records, with clear shots of redemption, recovery, and personal resurrection running right through it. Now look, How to Love almost didn't happen, and I'll leave that story to Dan to tell. But in the meantime, let me just say this. I'm so happy that it did. It's one of the most joyful, painful, life-affirming, and altogether reviving albums in recent memory. It's profound and beautiful work. And this conversation is also profound and beautiful so enjoy it here's me and dan wilson of withered hand having a chat right here on stereo embers the podcast
2: came back from a what was it 4 hour band practice which is a little longer than we would normally do i'm i'm but i'm good i'm feeling good why would a band practice be longer
0: than usual like what is it because there's shows coming up
2: yeah we got some shows coming up um at the end of next week and so yeah we were just we were just kind of panicking and just doing a little bit of you know getting together before the shows the the areas of panic is it just
0: making sure everything's tight and and ready to go?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess when we recorded the last that most recent record, it was, it was across a period of a few months, like over the summer, and so, you know, some of the things have got like a little fuzzier since then, you know, but and and then we half of us the band that I play with at the moment that um. That some some of us are in Edinburgh, and some are crossing Glasgow, which is like an hour away, and so we we sort of take it turns about to meet up in in a, you know each respective city sort of thing.
0: How have you been? Like how in terms of your um your creative energy it seems like when when you don't make a record for a while people always assume that you're golfing or something but i'm sure that you
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you you've Do been I? actually
0: creative right i mean it's just so how how has the the process been for you on a daily basis are there are there days where nothing happens or or how does that look
2: well you know i would say well like now now in in the last in the last couple of years i've been more I've been more productive and creative than I have been for a long time. Um, but but yeah, there were there was a long, there was a long barren spell, and sort of desire of like I carried on playing shows and kind of to some extent showing up, but but I but I, I would say it was a kind of wilderness time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unhealthy a lot of a lot of suffering, a lot of unhealthy uh a lot of self-inflicted suffering it seems like
0: self-inflicted suffering is perfect for the creative process right <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's in a, it's kind of inevitable i think but 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 yeah no so asking about the the gap between the albums is really is really kind of like i couldn't remember how to Uh, yeah, I just, I guess, I guess, I guess I, I, I lost myself, you know, I got, I got kind of, I got, I I kind of got increasingly lost in dead ends of like malfunctioning behaviors and uh, self-doubt, you know, all this stuff. It got pretty, it got pretty bad before it, before it turned around. But then the good thing is in the last couple of years, i mean this album is part of that i've kind of come come to a different place which is which is kind of is amazing it's amazing so so yeah yeah there are days there were days where nothing was happening <laughs> for sure and in fact uh, there were days when when I was just uh, just kind of just wandering lost you know
0: I think that for an artist, it seems to me that self-doubt or malfunctioning behavior that sometimes that's that's part of the, the creative cocktail. Did you were you conscious of the fact that like it was it was turning into a place where it got too much momentum going into the dark direction and you couldn't do anything to stop it?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think for I think for quite a few, I think for a long time that had been the case, but I'd been in in a. I've been trying to kind of I've been trying to trying to stave off the inevitable realization that that it was uh Oh, this got deep real fast. <laughs> we did. Yeah. To, can we keep it light for? a while? <laughs> Let's go back to golf. So people often assume you're golfing when you don't put out a record for a while. <laughs> That's right. I'm good with that. I'll I'll be glad <laughs> i'd rather they just assume i'm golfing let's uh, let's
0: just pretend that you're a golfer for the next bit
2: i i'm not i'm not a golfer i think i i've driven past some golf courses um and um and i and i think it looks it looks kind of fun but i am no i I mean it's it for me it's amazing it feels like an unlikely turnaround for me you know like this Actually, the pandemic stuff was when was kind of when was when it was kind of it was just before that but I started to turn turn stuff around in my life a bit and um and so really I guess that was like it was probably about three it was probably about three and a half years ago i <laughs> I started to change change how I was living with with other people's help that's the most important thing to say Mm. and um and actually I think I think that is probably the biggest reason why there is even another record um yeah it's funny it's funny My, my bass player was was reminding me that he missed a few years like when was this I don't know it was like six or seven years ago I booked out like a residential studio for for a few days and I took the band away there and he wasn't able to come. So he still, he refers to it as like, why don't you guys ever talk about that weekend? Like as though something happened. He he was talking about it tonight when we were driving through to Glasgow. And I was like, oh, don't we? And he was like, no, you never talk about it. It was like, it was like I was really gutted that I had to miss it and now you never talk about it and I was like i remember thinking why have i got these guys here i'm i i, I don't know what we're doing here like you know this is this is there's you know i didn't have anything really to that i could be sure was was good you know n- nothing to no sparks you know like nothing to catch fire and um yeah, that's why we don't talk about it, because nothing happened. I think you should but lie that...
0: to him and tell him it was an amazing weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. We recorded two unreleased albums. <laughs> I always,
0: you know, I'm a writer, and I it took me a long time to get my head around the idea that those moments where there's no sparks, is that's part of the process. That's as important as the moments where there are, because you have the ability now to contrast without that mm. you wouldn't really know
2: that's true i also i also think that you know like i've noticed it takes a long time for me in my experience it's, it takes me a long time to process you know experience so like i know i know for example there are songs which have allusions to things on the new record, there are songs that have allusions to things that happened in my life about seven, you know, at different times. Like, and some of them are like about seven years ago, or so and so. Like this, like experiences that I had when I was in the states and with with my friend Scott and um touring with him. And and it's really taken like that long to kind of to for for some of that stuff to kind of coalesce into you know for me to kind of like process some of that stuff so i think i think a lot of that is comes into it as well like sifting sifting all that kind of ashes for something
0: yeah and i i do think also that that sometimes it's probably good to even though like I think a lot about the past where I think like you know we can get hung up a lot on the past it can it can snag us um but we are I think we are always processing things that are that are heavy or that were profound or were important um and I think it I, I think it does take a long time to do that
2: yeah that's my experience it takes a long time and also, I think it's something you can avoid as well, you know like i I feel like I've you know you know I feel like <clears throat> I feel like i've always I've always noticed this battle with like honoring what you're doing when there's a voice in your head saying what you're doing is foolish and crazy and what the hell are you playing at you know <laughs> there's at least one voice saying that, yeah Anyone? time.
0: There sometimes there's concurrent voices saying don't listen there's to that a, guy.
2: There's a chorus.
0: There's a chorus, yeah. I I have learned, I'm trying to learn that I I sometimes I mistrust happiness. Uh, and and happiness is so brief anyway. You get these glimmers of it. Um I'm trying to learn at 52 to mm. to trust that more and just say like that's a little a little gift. Enjoy it. It's not going to mm. last very long. Um, yeah, I've always, I've always sort of invested more in misery.
2: I totally, I can really <laughs> relate to that, right? And I, for me, that was like part of my credo, you know. As a, ever since I was, um, you know, for as long as I can remember, going back into, you know, gloomy early teenage years or or even beyond, and I, I have come to see that as in my life, that's an error. This it's, it's been a really, that's been a really, um, I thought it was mixed up with my creativity. So I always made this kind of connection that, that my creativity was bound with like, you know, this, you know, wallowing in this darkness and like, you know, like self, you know, you know, in that in that kind of pool of um you know yeah m- kind of misery, one type of misery or another and um i'm i'm questioning that now like really big time you know i i think that what i think what happened for me was i saw beauty in a lot of um and a lot of my role models were like people who are really not well, you know, like really struggling, like not long hanging in there, you know, like, and, um, and I, and I, and I kind of took that on as like, oh, that that's part of the deal, you know? Um, and now, I mean, I'm 48, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, it's taken a long time for me to start to wonder that this, this doesn't have to, you know, but it doesn't, like, you know, beyond the inevitable suffering that comes with being in the material existence, I don't need to like, you know, you know, put more on top, you know? Just beca- in the name of art, in the name of like, you know, I'm a serious artist or whatever it is, whatever the weird story is in my head from <laughs> years yeah <laughs> yeah. like you don't have to be nick drake i would advise people you know like to choose n- not to be if they can right like you know there's some things that you wouldn't but he but you wouldn't he wouldn't wish on another person i'm sure when he was suffering
0: yeah i mean those those records are they're so painful i mean they're beautiful of course but they're so, they're so beautiful yeah they're so beautiful, but they're just soaked in pain. Um, you know, they're they are absolutely wrenching. And there are times where I can't listen to them because they're it's too yeah. much, you know. Yeah, me
2: too. Um I, I listened to them a lot when I was a teenager, you know, like in my I listened to them, I went through phases of listening to those records a lot. And I I sometimes wonder, you know, like I think I'm so I think I've been and, you know, I'm so emotionally immature, but I sometimes wonder if I if I latched on to some of these things so I could feel something, you know, so I was definitely sure that this was what I could feel. You know. I wonder about that. It's going it, OK. You know, it's a work in progress. It's it always
0: right. I mean, and maybe we never get it right, but we we just kind of close. You know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, we definitely never get it right. That's for sure.
0: I mean, for me, like when I was in high school here in California, listening to like the Smiths or Nick Drake or yeah. part of it was also like the tragic pose. I thought girls would like me if I did that.
2: I I identify with that big time.
0: I don't think it worked. Yeah. It didn't work that well.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting because I thought I thought I I can really identify with that. I remember I can remember carrying a guitar around on holiday with me as a what 16 year old or something. I couldn't play it, you know, I just thought, (laughs) oh, you know, it didn't even have string. I think it had like two strings on it or something. I thought this this and alcohol will save me. You know, because I can't I don't know how to cope with (laughs) <laughs> this will make me interested or something I don't know so I, I I can relate to that but the problem then becomes like well not the problem but I guess you know there is something you know that you know you I don't know if you find this in your writing but you know like there is something in there you know but is that transcends that but it, but it's it's um it needs to be honored and i don't think it is about being being sick you know i think it's actually something i think it is something that's uh, precious and and wants and and kind of wants for the best you know to happen
0: scott's music is as sad as nick drake's but it's i also found that his music was different in the sense that it was like fight songs fights there there was like a they were like um battle battle cries against the sadness, whereas mm. drinks were kind of soaked in it there was no getting out. Scott's always made me feel mm. like there's a way out,
2: yeah, yeah, that's interesting, yeah, that's nice to hear you say yeah i I there's something i I've noticed about. <clears throat> There's something that I've noticed about what I've been doing that I hadn't noticed before. You know, like that it was a place where, I, where, where in my in my songwriting, I think that I was able to be more honest with myself than I could be with myself. Like, and I started to notice that people who would, I gradually noticed this that people who were interested in my songs or who resonated with them, they were ahead of the curve you know when I where i was and i've i've heard people talk about this kind of thing a little bit like prophetic songs you know in your own songs it's almost like oh there were messages in my songs that i needed to hear and i was the last to show up you know to hear them or something i i totally get that because i i actually
0: feel so much smarter as a writer than I do as a person. <laughs> that's great, right? I like that. I, I just think like as a person, I'm generally an idiot. But when I'm writing, I feel that I have. I just think I'm a, a this this other version of myself, which is mm. which is more optimum and so and wiser. I think wiser.
2: Wiser, yeah. That's good. You know, I, I just, Yeah, that's really. That's funny. I like it. I, I mean, that's similar to what I'm that's similar to what I'm saying about the penny, like the penny in some of my writing dropped for me later than it did for other people who were like, oh, I get this guy. What's he? You know, whatever. I noticed that people would come to the shows again and again and again, you know, like really be like, you know, it would really resonate some of them, it would really resonate with them. And I would find out, you know, sometimes that it was like uh, confounding me, you know, that this was my audience. I'd be like, where are all these, where are all the hip kids, you know? And uh, and I, I would I for a long time, because um, I would, you know, I'd I, I'd be like quite often quite strung out thinking where are all the where are all the hip cool wasted kids you know I think that's why I'm that's why I'm writing this for them thinking that you know that's who I am or whatever and and there would be like someone in the audience would be like a um you know a minister or a professor or something I'd be like who are we, what <laughs> you know it, it's funny I mean it's funny right because I think often the times we're just meant to show up and and do the thing that we're meant to do and not have too many expectations about what the life of it is or who it's for or what what it's for just do it with a good heart as best you can and then you you know and 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 uh, hopefully hopefully it adds a tiny thing to the to to the world in a tiny way and you know something but yes, it's funny. It's it's kind of. I like that that you the I I I get behind that idea that I'm a better person as a songwriter than I am as a as a just a person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the artistic version is is the one that is the more optimum version.
2: <laughs> do you not also think that as when you write you or in the world even you you're a mirror for someone else? You know. I think, yeah, I okay. think people see the bet. I th- I sometimes think it's occurred to me, particularly in the performative stuff, you know, like where I'm, I'm face to face with people. They're experiencing the work as I'm, di- as I'm, you know, uh, you know, I'm performing and, and, and they're experiencing it and we're connected in, in, in their face to face even. And, and I think they, they're seeing something in me that is in them that they like that is it's good it's not you know it's not really it's about me but it's not really you know like it's something else is happening i think that's really i i find that stuff interesting isn't that the sort of magical
0: transactional element of art that that's where yeah. it gets really interesting it's it's
2: good because it because it's elevate it ele- can ele- it can elevate I think it can elevate it can be um, yeah it's it's really it's really great it's, it's a really it's really blessing to be part of it but you know I mean oh you know it's so easy to take it for granted or to be like why did I choose this insane thing to do you know whatever <laughs> um. Or sometimes feel like I didn't choose this, you know, and that's not, that's not true. I've often thought, you know, recently I've been thinking, you know, you know, when you're young and you go like, I didn't ask to be born, you know, this stuff. Do you familiar with that sentiment?
0: Uh, Yeah, I lived in that for a long time. Yeah,
2: yeah, me too. Me too. Big time. And I recently have been suspecting that I asked to be born. Mm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like, if you think about the odds of you not being born, just from a pure biological, here's the sperm swimming around, like, yeah. you you fought for that position. Something was going on, right? Right. Yeah, you can tell I got a very low grade in biology. But... No, me too. I'm really thick. When I, I was bad at
2: school, generally.
0: God. But I think, I think you get what I'm saying. It's like, there yeah, had to be an imperative... Um, for survival or to or for entry into this world
2: yeah yeah i I agree and i i have to even think that about my parents you know i i think you know because they were on the end of a lot of that you know as a petulant child you know i didn't ask to be born but actually you know i just tried reframing that in my mind to hey buddy what if you did ask to be born and it really is like it's really good i mean it's that's been a really that's been a really fun exercise um lately just really lately actually just just, um thinking what do you mean i chose those parents (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, because I know my son and daughter are going to be one day asking the same thing if they're not already.
0: Did your parents, um, w- were they supportive of you pursuing the arts or was that, was that a tough sell?
2: Um, that's a good question. So, you know, I think, I think they, I think I would say, you know, I'd have to say that they were, but they were kind of like, they weren't able to, it was a little bit outside of their wheelhouse, you know, in terms of like what they had any experience of in their lives, you know, my, you know, they, um, they hadn't developed their own artistic things from, in their lives, you know, like, you know, my dad was a gas engineer and my, my mom, you know, worked in, in shops and was a cleaner and stuff and you know they they i think in some ways their own creative lives maybe in in a way were like down downtrodden at, at school or something you know something so i'd say i'd say they they were encouraging when when i wanted to go to art school they didn't they didn't like put a down on it you know they were just kind of like well you know maybe it'll buy you a couple of years to grow up a bit or something you know and um and they and so they were supportive I would yeah they were but but at the same time I could tell that it was really outside of their you know it was. It was just like, oh, he wants to do that. Oh, it's weird, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, the music came much later on. You know, I didn't. I didn't really. Um, you know, for for a long until I was like about thirty, I was. There, there were. There, I wouldn't have said I was like. I wouldn't have said I was a musician. I mean, I messed around in bands a little bit, but in the background and, and not really serious. Not not very committed or whatever. But um but no, I, I was I was doing I was kind of like doing visual art, like you know, printing and drawing and some painting stuff and all that. And, and working like all different jobs, you know, just in just to kind of get by. But yeah, no, do, they was they were supportive, yeah.
0: Do you still do like any kind of visual art yourself? Do you still you know,
2: I do, I think about it more than doing it. And it's a, it's a little bit of a, it's becoming an area of my life that I really can tell is, you know, needing face down, you know. There's like, there's a stuckness there. So I was actually printing some merch yesterday. I went, I joined a little community print workshop. and And as a way of kind of sneaking back into that environment, I've been like doing some, you know doing some small runs of like merchandise for, for my music and um and doing some like cards and things that I, I have a Patreon community that I sometimes surprise with random unsolicited um you know things <laughs> and, so, and so and so um I, so I can just tell you know that you know when when you're when you can tell that you're still obsessed with something but but it's not really kind of clicking i think that that that's uh, that is you know i'm i'm an inveterate doodler you know i do i do a lot of doodling and i still but i still can't squarely face this post art score hangover you know I got when I started to do the music stuff, like singing and and and, and writing some simple songs. It didn't have any. Ba- it doesn't have anything like baggagey. You know, it didn't have any. You know, it didn't have any expectation or like it didn't have any. Um, yeah, you know, it was just light. You know, I could. You know, even just being in a room and playing a song from start to the end, that was like. That was amazing. You know, that's, you're killing it, man, if you do that. You know, I didn't have uh, all the, all the entanglements that I that I get when I think about the visual art. Yeah, I, I did, I did well at art school, you know, like I, you know, I would, I would like sometimes get, you know, prizes for drawing or whatever, you know, like it just, it just felt like, and I was really young, and it felt like it kind of was tricky afterwards by the way post art school hangover
0: needs to be the name of something <laughs> it's a great name that should be the name of the next album
1: <laughs> yes yeah, great
2: it's a I'm great I'm sure title. a lot of people have a lot of people will have who have whatever that is
0: yeah whatever that, whatever that feeling is but i do want to i do want to say that i think that the, the visual brain can't be silenced i think once it switches on it's hard for me to imagine even if you're not doing it actively that your brain doesn't still operate that way which is why you're probably still right coming back into it in in place that's
2: interesting that's really interesting because you know like sometimes when i've spoken to people in depth about my lyrics and stuff they've meant or they've mentioned that they are like Sometimes they would say, oh, that's really visual, you know, like it's filmic, you know, like you, it's like and I I don't think of this consciously, you know, like, but I guess I guess in a way I'm probably compensating for. I wanted to paint a sunset today, but I didn't again, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you do it in another way. So you paint a sunset in a different way.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I guess I just stick one in a song and then I just sing it over and over again. (laughs)
0: Have you always been kind of hard on yourself or will will you allow yourself the grace of saying, I just wrote a really good song, or that was a really good performance, or I just said something funny, or or just like little little small moments where you kind of go, Oh, I got that, I got it right.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think um I think well, like tonight, I did we just had a great rehearsal. It was it was really great to be in the room with those guys. And I thought, you know, there was a few flubs here and there, but it was mostly great you know so i don't and in fact most of the most of the fuck-ups were me so so and it's no big deal it it was good it felt great the energy felt good so i think i'm i think you know perfection that crappy perfectionism that stops everything happening um yeah fear i guess it's another kind of fear you know, it's always, it's always in, it's always in the room, but sometimes you can like, it can be really far away in a corner, you know, where where it maybe belongs. Yeah, it's fine. But I still, I mean, like I, I've been waking up from dreams of like getting the van stuck in a multi-story car park, you know, or like, you know, it's just nonsense. It's just, you know, whatever it doesn't matter what it attaches to yeah
1: yeah Yeah,
2: those those
0: sort of like those dreams of like they're almost like administrative problems you know like logistical issues
2: (laughs) yeah I've been having a lot of logistical issue (laughs) anxiety dreams ahead of the tour um but it's but I it's okay if I if I if I just hold them lightly you know and think oh that's the that's that kind of terrified child part of my brain kicking off and and it's actually going to be fine you know but yeah I, I I do know what you mean like when you say oh you know hard on yourself stuff um I I think I think I've you know I've written some good songs like that's I think that's just like I think that's good you know I was thinking about today about the songs that we don't play anymore or Mm -hmm. and some of them are good too and maybe one day I'll play them again or whatever but um but yeah it's it's really difficult that there's a kind of there's a kind of like comparing mind that is that is really the enemy I guess it's like the critic or something you know like it's really it's kind of the enemy of creativity in a way if it gets out of its if it gets kind of like distorted or or supercharged i think it's really it's really tricky um it's really tricky territory yeah i think i definitely yeah i relate to that i relate to that
0: well you know my my goal for myself is i'm trying to keep it simple and my goal is just to be a little bit better today than I was yesterday or last week or or from a writing standpoint, from a, from an artistic standpoint.
1: Yeah. yeah. As
0: long as it's a little bit better than it was and I'm not going into circles or, or falling back on old patterns that I know I can get away with. um, Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm happy. Yeah, Because you
2: know, you know, when it's lazy work, right?
0: Yes, you do. I
2: don't want to, I don't want to make lazy work. Like, you know, you know when you're ripping yourself off, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. And it feels
0: like the worst kind of larceny.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I I I mean, I. Yeah, I I think I think that's a tricky thing, because um, sometimes you have to like. So whenever a song, you know, sometimes it has to get crap before it gets good again. Right. You know, it's like a. You, you know, sometimes I realize that the bit that I thought was the crappy verse is actually the good chorus of another song or something. But um, you have to stick with it and not. Um, you kind of have to kind of. You have to just keep fishing and showing up, I guess, to to make those connections. Other uh, if you have a. I was, I was, as a young child, I was always like, if I drew, if I was drawing something, it went wrong, and my my son was was like this, but he's gradually outgrown it, which is really healthy. But I would just des- destroy it all, you know. It's wrong. Destroy it, you know. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know about that. I think that's, um, yeah. I think it's kind of. It's, it's, it's a sort of petulant thing to be.
1: Don't stop Tell me that I earn this one Cos one is one, too many, too many is not enough I swallowed my pride I just want the hardest stuff
0: definitely tell where I'm like oh this isn't going to be good but I feel like <laughs> it cleans out the pipe of yeah. what will be good right and it's, it's and, it. and I got yeah. those are not fun sessions you walk away and you go oh
2: but if you but it does move the needle yeah that's it that's exactly it that's really good the clear clearing out the pipe is is true and you know like um I know there are a lot of people, and I have—I have, I have actually—I've had some times where I've—I've I've practiced this as well, like writing. Writing, just writing, you know, just writing in the mornings, <clears throat> um, and and I wouldn't glorify it by calling it journaling, but but just writing a bit, you know, like I thought I went through a phase of forcing myself into writing, almost stream of consciousness stuff in the mornings for a while you know now I tend to go running instead but but it doesn't matter what whatever it is but um but it did help and it was I wouldn't show that to anyone I mean it was complete like what the hell is this even you know like um yeah yeah but it's just showing up showing up showing up and I I spent I spent a long time just kind of I was like throwing in the towel in slow motion, you know, for a long time. Um, and uh, yeah, and and, and yeah, so, so several things happened all at once. And she like there's there's a friend of mine who's a singer songwriter in um, in the north of England called Catherine Williams. Do you know her work at all?
0: I don't know her work.
2: Oh, she's oh she's really great. Anyway, we and she's she's a little bit she's a little bit older than me and she's been doing it for a long longer time and she's she's made a lot of records over over the years and she just asked me you know like what would what would what songs would would, would we write together you know what just randomly out of the blue and, I, and that's led to a really good friendship that actually was i think that was really a big part of the creative uh, you know, re, you know, resurrection or you know, like it, it like right, trying to, like just showing up with her and writing songs together. Like we've written, like an album that isn't recorded yet, but but we've written an album of material that, like together, that I'd never, I'd not really had any experience of doing that before. She's she's got a little bit of experience of doing it. She teaches writing retreats and stuff. I think occasionally, but but it was so helpful for me, and I I think that was the catalyst for me really. Really, kind of, you know, really getting down and and getting my next record done. Getting the song, the songs came. They just came after that. I think that was that was actually a huge thing. Her her kind of appearing. And uh valid also validating me, right? So she would just, you know she would appear and I thought I kind of at first thought she'd sent me the message by mistake, you know, on social media and <laughs> and got me modeled by someone or something. But but it but it yeah, it's great. So that that's she's been really good at like helping me avoid the roadblocks that we've been talking about with the create creative stuff
0: it feels like the like the version of you that that is now this iteration of you feels like that kind of crawled from through that the rubble or shed the skin however whatever metaphor works feels like it's the best version of you yet
2: yeah it's definitely i mean like you know i, I you know because like, I think when, when you you kind of, I ran out of road, you know, like my, all my, my addictions all just caught up with me all at once. And I was just like, I'm no, no I'm done. I need to get, I, you know, I'm crazy. I'm really crazy. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of just about making it through my days, you know, And I was getting really, I was getting really like dark, you know, things were getting dark and then there were a few there were a few deaths close to me, you know, like my brother and then Scott. And then like, and not long before that, there'd been another, you know, death of a friend. And I was just like, I just felt like my cards were marked, you know, I'm not. And, um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's good. I mean, it is the, is is the bit is a better version yeah but it's hard because part you know part the part part of me you know has to there's parts of you that have to die you know to get there and um that's difficult i think that's difficult because you you know i think maybe you you think oh that's part of who i am You know, I can't, you know, I can't not be that person. Um, but, but that's, that's interesting that you say that, about crawling through the rubble. That's a really good analogy, I think. But then being like, but be able to be like, oh, well, I was always going to have to crawl through the rubble, you know, like. That looks different from being in the rubble.
0: <laughs> or, or, or being the rubble.
2: Or being the rubble, yeah. Right? Yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, I mean, like one thing I've, so I don't know very much, you know, but I, I've been hanging around with people who, who have crawled out of the rubble, you know, and that's been really helpful for me. Like it's been really helpful. Yeah. So I mean I hope in the in the new songs, you know, like in this in this new record, like I think a lot of this is in there, you know, but it's kind of like it sounds better than talking about it like this. <laughs> <laughs> or or I'm, I sound more eloquent maybe, because I've had like, you know, time to revise you know i was still scribbling out words in the studio and tony was like dan you know you know you should have you know you really the time for doing that was like you know not now <laughs> yeah but th- it's good you know like working with um the producer but i went i went back and worked with the same producer who made my 2014 record new gods tony duggan and like I really, I really felt like we. It did feel like we had unfinished business, and and he was like thinking, "Who is he?" Sometimes say, "Yeah, who's this version of you? Like, who is this new Dan? Up I, I like the old Dan. Like, where's the old Dan who's like you know who was cr- like <laughs> really, you know, crazy or something?" But yeah it was funny it was funny he 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 was there was one time when i was finishing that record the new god's record when he said he said oh who's who's in there who's behind there because i used to wear a cap and i had a beard and like i i wear glasses because i can't see but you know like i just had this kind of you know pretty kind of like i just always looked like i'd been dragged through a bush backwards you know because it kind of <laughs> i didn't really know how to I didn't know anything about self-care at all and but I didn't know that I didn't know and um and I remember like when that was all finishing and I I can remember him saying where are you sleeping I was like yeah you know friends floors and stuff and him giving me the key to his you know to be like you can't you can't make a record and can't don't Gonna stay like with me or whatever, you know, like in the end. And that was, you know, and then and then and then I remember him saying like, "Who's under all that stuff?" And I can remember that, like, you know, when someone says something and it just like goes between your armor, and you you think about it for years, like, or you don't think about it, but then it keeps cropping up at relevant times when you're like, you know, like it, like a like an angel was like visited you and said something and you're still not ready to listen. And, and I, some of the things that he said to me when we were left alone tracking into in 2014, like after the band had gone and we were doing some vocal stuff and all that, it really resonated. It really, yeah, it did. So when I went back to him, to make this record it was so good it was so great to see him again and this was a saga you know people getting ill and it was all getting delayed and i was trying to get it all done before my wife had a big operation you know it was just kind of nuts like most of these things probably are in a way but it was yeah it was good it was great it, it was the right thing to do and I have a really, I feel like I have a really good understanding with him, you know, he's like a, like, um, maybe like a father figure, something like that, you know, like, a, he's like a good, he's like an advocate for the, my best side, you know, mm-hmm. something like that.
0: It's nice to have somebody like that. and And even, I mean, even like looking at you now, I was expecting the other guy i was expecting the guy with the long hair and the beard and i was like who's this guy um yeah. it's, a, it's a different ver- again a different version of you even you even look different
1: but then yeah you. i do i look right? different
2: My like my everyone who, who knows me says like what's your eyes are different even like what the hell who, i didn't know you had blue eyes my wife said like you you're completely different like you, i can see your eyes like they're blue and I used to just be like pie-eyed all the time, you know. I, I would, you wouldn't be able to see the color in my eyes. It'd just be big black holes, you know. Or and and um. You know, like that. I just know for me, I know where that was leading me, you know. And it wasn't
0: to life. Yeah, there's something someone pointed out to me years ago: is that if you have a clean space that you're living in or creating in whatever you're doing in it if your space is clean your mind is clean and if your space is cluttered your mind is cluttered your your physical space mirrors that i think appearance is a similar thing too um because i used to have long hair and a, a beard too <laughs> like i and i do think that the idea of even cleaning up physically um mm. it, it does something to you mentally and emotionally
2: yeah i i mean i think they i think that the it's like holistic, right? So it's like it's connected. But it's interesting because I didn't, you know, like I would when I was on tour in Sweden for example, I'd wake up and I would. This is just, just one example of like you know, just a general taste of it. I would, I would just wake up and I'd open a can of like you know, these processed sausages, and I'd eat the whole can for breakfast, you know, stuff like this. Like, it would just be normal. And I'd think, oh, it's just, that's just how I roll, guy, everyone, you know, like, world. (laughs) And everyone would be like, I I guess I didn't even notice that they would think, well, that's fine, but we're not going to do that. We're going to go, you know, to a cafe or whatever. Or, you know, or whatever. I just thought, Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what I thought, but I, you know, it's kind of some pretty basic. It's just basic stuff where, of like, hey, maybe, I should. Hey, maybe I could care about myself. You know that kind of stuff. Like, I, I, I had some, I had some experiences that kind of, really, changed that as well. Like, you know, I had some you know, like, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you talk about this stuff on your podcast or not, but I had some, I had some psychedelic experiences that were helpful in some of this stuff as well. Just, they just help nudge the rail, like, you know, like, they just help nudge it a little, just a little bit, like, gonna take the other, gonna just knock him onto that parallel line, someone, you know, this kind of thing and And the, I found them really powerful, you know, like that, like um, you know, like the vest this technology that i'm that we're speak that I'm inhabiting, you know yeah. this incredible this incredible technology that i'm that I'm speaking to you from and and you're receiving me, you know, in and in you're inhabiting. Like, I I just took this all for granted, like, completely. I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't even, I wouldn't even understand what, what I was, you know, what that was, what, what I just said. And, and um, some of the experiences that I had, that, that that's not really gone away. You know, that, that kind of wonder of, like, oh, I've got eyes and I can hear and I can speak and, you know. And my all these cells in my body are doing things without me you know telling them to, and it's keeping me alive, you know, and all that you know that I know this is really weird, no, you know, I love it I right so so, so that and that stuff is like, you know, like. You know, and I'm like, I mean, I'm sitting on the couch, and like all the all the hundreds of people that have been involved in just the things that I can lay my hands on within my, within my, from where I'm sitting, you know, like I've got, you know, I didn't make this cup, you know, I I didn't grind these, you know, whatever, you know, the beans, and you know, I I can't make clothes, you know, all this stuff, and 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 the, you know, I, like, that that kind of relationship to my existence is really different from from the kind of get pissed destroy you know it's different
0: it's more enlightened and it also i also think that you you know you're healthy when you think about doing something unhealthy like opening up the sausages for breakfast and you just go oh i can't even imagine um, that's when I think you've known you've you've really progressed, and it also sounds like you've changed your diet like do you do you also like you're you're running, you're taking care of yourself? like you're a totally yeah. totally different
2: yeah, I, I changed that 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 all changed. yeah, I was doing some I was doing some work like on recovery, like and i and I like i I realized how dysfunctional lots of my relationships to different behaviors were like there's a whole list right and i started to do started to work on changing them you know so i i i don't drink alcohol anymore i i i have a mostly vegetarian diet occasionally a little bit of fish and i um yeah, I do, I do run, but when I run, like, and I, and I, I quite often walk, walk in, you know, in just cause, just cause walk, you know, and, uh, and I also do a bit of cycling, although I'm not, I'm not like, uh, not nerdy about it, but I just get on my bike and cycle, you know, I haven't got like, I haven't got to the phase of having all the shiny clothes and stuff, but, but, um, but I have a lot of respect for the, those people who i used to think what the hell are they doing you know (laughs) what are those poses doing (laughs) or whatever i mean i would just have all kinds of crazy prejudices left right and center that i didn't i didn't i didn't really know even so yeah i mean i have a lot of time for the i have a lot of time for the But the guy who's still eating sausages and wondering, you know, from a tin for breakfast, and wondering why he's not feeling great by lunchtime, because you know, I've, you know, he's he lives in me, you know. I know that guy. I know the guy who only drinks to get to get some, uh, to be able to cope with being out or something, or you know to. Yeah, I I know that kind of like. Are we done yet? No, I'm. I haven't passed out, you know that stuff. Mm. So. Yeah, I have a lot of um. I have a lot of compassion for that life because I've lived inside it, and I and I, you know, I that and that guy lives in me. I know he's in there he's the guy who's like furious about someone leaving the milk out of the fridge or whatever, you know, it's that little guy.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a complicated fellow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't expect to talk about this stuff.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, this is the stuff that really interests me. And, and I think, you know, what I do in the podcast is I, the intro, I kind of review the album and talk about it. So we don't have to, we we can just talk like, like, uh, like just a couple couple dudes which I like. Yeah, I like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. It makes it makes it it's what interests me. And um and I'm also a vegetarian and I also don't drink alcohol. And I can tell you that the vegetarian non-drinking alcohol version of me can crush mm. the other guy.
2: The that's other guy, really interesting.
0: Crush him. The other guy, the other guy doesn't have a prayer against the new mm. guy.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. I, I really like that. actually today when I was running I was listening to your interview with Robert Foster oh oh from this show yeah oh yeah yeah I thought oh hey I'll listen and see what what you're doing you know and see what what what, what's going on over here in this corner of the of you know music discussion and I really enjoyed it I thought it was excellent Uh, and I I'm not like a huge fanboy of the Go Betweens, but I've I've heard stuff that I really liked and I thought was ma- had magic of theirs, and and I I really appreciated hearing that conversation. Yeah, so so I I was just uh, and I, I so I could yeah I, I got I also was like how hadn't I heard that album? You know, the candle and the flame. Was,
1: yeah,
2: you know, I I wasn't aware of it, and. Um, yeah, and no, I also really kind of, I could really relate to, you know, we've had a, we had a really tricky health year last year. And my, my wife has had, we had a, we had one year, we had a year five years ago where the house got dismantled and it took two years to stick it back together. You know, we had like, we had a lot of construction work that went really wrong and then the builders disappeared and a lot of friends were reaching out to us, but we could stay with them. You know it was it was really it was really tricky, particularly the kids were trying to finish their schooling. you know it's nuts. It's just life, right? It's life stuff and then and then, um, and then we've had health stuff, like quite a lot of health stuff, particularly for my wife, like five years ago and then last year. and she's doing well. she's recovering like now, but but I really. You know, like I was listening to our interview and I could really I guess because I'd lived through some uh, tricky stuff that wasn't a million miles away. You know, it was it was beautiful to hear him speak to, to hear you talking with with him about that stuff. Which is the stuff of yeah, of life. And and I yeah, I just thought it was really I just yeah, I just really liked to hear it anyway. So I yeah it's it's funny it's funny because you know like there was no okay so it with the house stuff you know I've thought about this <clears throat> when it was all completely resolved in a kind of near miraculous way you know which did involve like a, a fan helping me actually quite a big time and and um And he's, he's also not with us anymore, you know, he's, he's not, he died as well, like, the person who helped resolve it. Um, But, but the way that was, you know, in my, in my life, that seemed like a terrible disaster, you know, that happened, because it, it took a couple of years to resolve, and we were, you know, my son was sleeping in a tent for a long time, and, you know, we didn't have running water, you know, all the normal stuff that happens with these things, but, but what i realized was if that had seemingly gone well it would have been a disaster much bigger because because the people who were doing the work they they weren't doing it you know it was really not done well you know like so if we'd have sailed through that like it would have been much worse like so how it eventually resolved was someone came in and they redid all the terrible work that was, it was a disaster waiting to happen, like not safe, you know, even and cut corners left, right, and centre. Put walls over neighbours, <laughs> you know, just disaster. And they, but but what was interesting was like it took me a long time to get the switch in perspective that that was like, oh, well that seemed kind of like a terrible disaster like a really tricky time, but it was the kind of, it was kind of like, you know, at the time I would have traded it for like, it just got done and it was done, but it would have been much worse, you know, down the line. So, and and I can remember like being in this, like I like my home, it's great. It got resolved, like bless, bless his memory, like Roger, the guy who helped us to resolve it, he, um, it can only be like this because of that, you know, This sort of tra—this traumatic, like seeming like terrible, like, you know, woe is me story, but actually, it could only be like this because of that, you know, Any time about now, if it had seemingly gone well, this would all be falling down, you know, and much, much worse. Yeah, much, much worse. Like a disaster. Yeah, like an absolute, like times 10 of what happened. And um, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting because when I think about, you know, when, when, when we're talking about the versions of ourselves that we're like, you know, I could, you know previous iterations they were they were necessary and I can be grateful f- for that guy you know confused guy <laughs> um and yeah yes yeah, it's, it's good it's good to it's good to when you when I, what I found is like some strange opportunities to to make good, some of the mess have come to me, you know, in the recent times, you know, like people that I would thought I couldn't talk to because of the way, you know, the way things had panned out in the past have reappeared in my life, you know, even family even. And I've been Mm. able to say, hey, you know, I didn't show up well back then. I'm really sorry. And, you know, I should have thanked you for this, you kept sending a check for the kid's birthday or something, you know, like even tiny things, but also quite, quite like other things that where I thought, where I thought I'm never speaking to that person again, you know, cause I can't face like what happened or whatever. And, you know, since I've been on this path of like recovery, they've just appeared like a kind of carnival parade of people one by one, like, Oh, Wow, <laughs> how have you appeared again? Now I can apologize to you. <laughs> I guess that's why uh maybe I can make some kind of amends for this. And um yeah, that's that's actually been I think that is just I think that on I think that just goes on, you know, like it just is ongoing, but it, it's good. It's great. It's really great it's it's a good
0: thing well I also find that when you when you think about like okay maybe you not wronged somebody but you maybe you were you should have been more polite to them or whatever and you feel bad about it so you just avoid them but when you yeah. when they're back in your in your realm they're in front of you and you just say to them I didn't show up I'm really sorry about that I you know I'll do better all of the tension immediately vanishes just by addressing it. And um, I learned that as a, as a, in my, probably in my late forties and I went, Oh, so if you just talk about the thing that you're afraid to talk about, there's nothing more to talk about. It just completely wipes the slate. All the tension is gone
2: and you can move on and actually have a relationship with this person. Yeah. 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 um, That's amazing. Um, And that's been my experience. But I also think I also think that there's, it doesn't necessarily have to, like I think sometimes it it could be that it doesn't like resolve or something, but you've done your, you've done the right thing by saying, I, you know, I'm offering this and it doesn't even need to be like, you don't need to say thanks or even take it, but I'm offering it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, and, it, and it feels like, you know, it might not happen that that moment, like how it has that you refer to. And that's been my experience as well. Or it might happen like that two weeks later, they call you and say, actually, thanks for saying that. It's really you bugged me forever or, you know, or whatever. Or maybe, you know, not in this lifetime, maybe. But but my experience has been just how you say, you know, like it's 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 been strange and in fact I've ended up working with people that I've made good some you know past kind of uh, grievances with which is really like you know baffling in fact kind of but but it's, it's great yeah I mean one thing that happened to me when I started to look at like resentments I had because I thought I didn't have, I was like, I don't know what you, what are you talking about? Like, I don't have resentments. So I'm like a chilled out dude, you know, whatever. And I, I realized like I had, you know, like, I, I started to go to this sort of stillness service in this chapel, like across town. Like it's in a picture, it's really in a picturesque place, like under, an, have you been to Edinburgh before? I've not, no. Oh, it's like it's a really pretty city anyway. And it, it's 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 in this particular part of town that's very ancient, like this little village and a lake and and you wouldn't really know you're in the city. Like it's it's kind of like a, a parkland that's very central to the city, but but it but you'd think you're in, you know, in the countryside or whatever. Anyway, I, I started we we would go to this garden when my wife was recuperating from from about five years ago from an op and um, and I I would be really funny about like places of worship or like faith tradition stuff I'd always be kind of really I'd be really kind of kind of funny about it like I would say like underneath probably hostile all right (laughs) <laughs> but, but you wouldn't you wouldn't know hopefully you'd just be like oh he's a bit funny about it or whatever and i started to go to a kind of like ecumenical i think they call it where everyone can just show up they don't check your papers or whatever <laughs> and you just i just showed up and was sitting in silence like on wednesday mornings with all these old people cuz so i kind of started to think i've got a lot of resentment like around christianity which wouldn't be it wouldn't be that impossible to figure out why like knowing some of my backstory but but i started to think this might be something that i might have to at least figure out what's going on with this so i started to go to this um stillness service and i i know there i'd be the first to leave you know like because before anyone could speak to me because i'd be like thinking well why would they speak to me anyway because they're all judging me you know all that all these stories with lots of stories were going around and um, over the year over the years since then you know gradually i i was realized that a lot of things i thought about the i thought about this in the abstract were confounded by the people that I sat with afterwards and spoke with. Like again and again, I had my story like scrambled by my actual experience of being with these people and speaking with them. And um, and sometimes, you know, gradually became friends with a couple of them. And went you know, would go occasionally have accepted invitations to you know, a meal with them or something, you know, like this kind of thing. It's completely like it's completely impossible to imagine that I would do this. You know. But it it it, it, it was confusing me because because one, you know, every when we when I would play in London, there's a guy who'd come to the he'd come to the shows and he'd come with his, some of his family often, like his grown-up children or whatever, his, his wife and that, and it was only a certain time after, you know, like, you know, when you speak to people at the merch desk or whatever, you speak to people at these events, like a book signing maybe for you or whatever, that you, you, would you don't know them, you don't know what they do, you know, the policeman, the baker, candlestick maker or whatever, became apparent to me that, when this guy said, "Like next time you're in London, come stay with us," or whatever, you know, really, really great, really great people, and and then I I realized somewhere in the conversation that he was like a minister in a church, and I thought that's when I thought, "Oh no, I definitely can't stay at York, you know, like <laughs> in my head, it's completely weird. I'm like, "What's going on with that?" So s- subsequently, have stayed with him several times. In fact, the whole band have stayed at his before. And it's just, when I start to like, notice where these resistances are, and confront them, there's, there's something else going on, you know, it's not what I think, it's not what I thought, I was just kind of like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. It's like, it's like, when I scrutinize the these stories, they often just fall apart, you know, like, you know, especially when I actually go and, you know, like, it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, hang on, I've noticed I've got a problem with ABC. Well, how about I go and speak to people who are C, you know, whatever. Suddenly, you're like, hang on a minute, my story is, it's not, it's, it it's not tr- it's not true for a start, and it's yeah it's it's weird it's weird and and the same being like a lot of the people are very old elderly you know a lot of people at that at the at that place are elderly and I thought oh they'll be they'll judge me you know like especially if I find out I won't tell anyone I make music or whatever, you know all different stuff I won't tell them anything about myself and it's just not. It's not been it's not been the case. It's been actually the opposite. In fact, in fact, the guy who I thought would judge me the most was he said, Oh, recently when he when when they mentioned that I had a show coming up in town, and I'm like, this has got really weird now, you know, after four years of going most Wednesdays. He 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 said, Oh Daniel, because they all call me Daniel there. He said, Daniel, you, you've you really been hiding your light under a bushel.
0: He was right. I mean, the, the clarity, I mean, basically it's like between the two of us, there's like 100 years, right? So it's like mm. two guys who have learned to become adults and, right, get rid of your myth-making stories that you tell yourself about things because they, they have no foundational basis. They just dissolve, mm-hmm. right? They and- dissolve, yeah. Right. And to take ownership and apologize to people and just say, if something's weird, say that got weird. Sorry about that. And then it's no longer weird. And just like, you know, we we learn to become adults. And then once we become adults, which I think we are, um, we become.
2: I would say I'm still learning, honestly, like I am,
0: too. I am, too. I I thought you were way ahead of me. But okay. so we're so we're both still learning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I got to say, I'm better. I'm better at it today than I was, you know, 24 hours ago.
2: Yes, that's really lovely. I love to hear that. I, you know, I really love to hear that.
0: That's the mission, right? That's the whole point. And um, you know, the idea that there might not have been another record to me is like unspeakable. I'm so happy that there is. Like, you're one of my favorite guys. Like, I think you're as a songwriter. It's like, I mean, as a person, you're a lovely guy. But as a as a as an artist, you're one of my favorites. And so to hear you said that a while ago was like, oh god, I didn't realize that was in peril. I'm glad that it I'm glad that it's it it didn't come true,
2: yeah. I mean, it really it really, yeah, I kind of thought I was cooked, you know, that's it. And um you know, like it's it's actually weird because the community around the music has really, and music has been the saving grace for me. And the people, the people. All through that time, you know, which which was kind of, you know, punch drunk, I'd say, really. And the people were always, like, golden, honestly. It's funny. And then, like, even my, my wife was saying the other day, you know, like, the music has really so i've saved you and it's funny because what i did a mental when i was really not well at all like super nuts i did i got asked to do um you know like a men- play some some songs at a mental health event i don't know when this was god like seven years ago or something and um and uh, richard holloway was there do you know this guy's work he's like he used to be a bishop of edinburgh any any He was head of the Arts Council for a while. He's quite a controversial ex-clergy guy. And, like, he's pretty famous in Scotland anyway. He's he's written a lot of, like, he's written a lot of beautiful books. And it was put on by the publishing house, Canongate, you know, and it was, like, it had, like, a panel of speakers. And I kind of rocked up, you know, like, I'm, like, the music guy. I'm I'm not... I'm not into literature, you know. I'm just here to play some songs, you know, this kind of thing. And and I, and I I thought it was like I thought he was really intense, right? He's like his his energy is really intense, like almost kind of. I don't even know like what vibes I was getting from him, but late, but like within a few days, I, and I was feeling really not good. Within a few days, I bumped into him, like in my neighborhood, you know, because he and when I and because we'd done that event, I mean, I think I would have recognized, oh, it's that guy, you know, before. But because we'd done the event, he recognized me. And so and so he, he we greeted each other and he's walking his dog. And within five lines of a conversation, he'd said to me. He put his hand even on my shoulder or something and said, use your compulsions wisely. Like, really? Like, what? And then he and then he said, um, you you might be okay because you've got music. And I was like thinking, you know, I wandered off, you know, after a few pleasantries. But I was like thinking, what on earth was that all about? That kind of knowing that, how did he know I was feeling like this? But yes, yeah, it was, I thought about that a lot, you know, since, as well, and been grateful, but, you know, because I was, because I think that there's really a lot to be said for what he said. And he was and right. Yeah, because if you're going to be compulsive, you know, and it might be, but I'm, that's just how I was, you know, that's just how I was dropped on my head as a baby, you know, whatever, then... Then use them wisely. Use make that turn that into a blessing, for, for you know, for yourself, but for other people. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's super. It's super heavy. I um, and it's super. Be- it's also really beautiful. And it's like those kinds of moments of enlightenment. Um, even the stuff that happened in the past, those little breadcrumbs to the future, are so interesting when you reverse engineer and. Yeah, um, you know, I, I've just been a fan of your work for so long, and I. I'm so grateful that you that you did this with me today. This is this is so awesome.
2: Yeah, thanks Alex. It's been great.
0: on to that guy dan wilson of withered hand an incredible conversation and an incredible new album have you heard it you haven't go get it withered hand.com withered that's w-i-t-h-e-r-e-d hand.com and uh, also witheredhand.bandcamp.com. go there there's great music to be picked up there's a live album you can pick up as well some great singles um, and there's also cool merch Some killer Withered Hand t-shirts Which you would look adorable in So pick one up for you And your cute friends Right? Buy some stuff <laughs> Buy some stuff And uh, support Withered Hand AlexScreenOnline.com Is where you need to go To find out what's happening with me There's no adorable t-shirts On that site But I have written some books Check out what's going on with me uh, You can also email me editor at StereoEmbersMagazine.com or follow me on Twitter at Embers Editor or on Instagram at Embers Podcast. You can also go to BombshellRadio.com to find out what makes our radio station tick. So much businessy stuff, but we got to do it. Stereo Embers the Podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Go to the one that you use, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell all your friends that you bought Withered Hand T-shirts for. Tell them to tune in as well. Let's close the show with a longer listen to Crippled Love from the brand new album by Withered Hand, How to Love. Enjoy it, and thank you as always for listening. To Stereo Embers, the podcast only right here on Bombshell Radio.
1: So long in the backseat on the wall Shades staring straight into the sun. Last night, picking your bones clean in the green room, I dreamed I saw you. Bleed